This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hello, it is a happy midday. Yeah, welcome to Show Me, where we say it's no longer just about the talk, it's about the walk, where we say let your actions speak louder than just your words. Let your actions align with what your words are. I say welcome to the program today. You are tuned in to Radio K Pulpit, your daily companion. What a beautiful place to be this morning. We trust you will be blessed as we are so blessed to have all the way from Peter Marisbeck, we have Mom Yvonne Nguenya, such a servant of the Lord, the lover of Jesus Christ, a minister of the gospel, anointed apostle, prophet, teacher, evangelist, all the ministries embedded in one. Such a glorious morning to have you today. Welcome to Radio Pulpit, Mom Yvonne. A blessed morning to you, Vuyo, and all the listeners on Radio Pulpit this morning. It is such a great honor and a privilege to be live on Radio Pulpit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We welcome you right here on Radio Cape Pulpit, your daily companion. Yo, I heard you, uh, your ministry on the Sermon of the Mount, and I just felt Yo, this is something that must go wider, just how the Lord anointed you to share this message. I would like to start by reading the Sermon on the Mount, and um, and then I will hand over to you as we go to break it down <laughs> as the Lord leads. Let's Amen. Go. Let's just go together. I'll open by reading from Matthew 5. I'll open by reading from Matthew 5. And in Matthew 5, it says, Just Jesus saw the crowds and went up to a hill where he sat down. His disciples gathered around him and he began to teach his disciples. And he said, Happy are those who know they are spiritually poor. The kingdom of heaven belongs to them. Happy are those who mourn. God will comfort them. Happy are those who are humble. They will receive what God has promised. Happy are those whose greatest desire is to do what God requires. God will satisfy them fully. Happy are those who are merciful to others. God will be merciful to them. Happy are those who are pure in heart. They will see God. Happy are those who work for peace. God will call them his children. Happy are those who are persecuted because they do what God requires. The kingdom of heaven belongs to them. Happy are those when people insult you, when people persecute you, and tell all kinds of evil lies against you because of your followers, because you are my followers. Be happy and be glad when they do that, because great is the, uh, great is the reward that is kept for you in heaven. This is how the prophets who lived before you were persecuted. That is Matthew 5, verse 1 to 5. I don't know what version you have there on your side, Mom Yvonne. 
Uh, but at this point, uh, we will hand over to you. If you have just joined us, you are listening to Radio Cape Pulpit, your daily companion. Amen, amen. We bless the Lord for the reading of his word. Wow, I am far from Cape Town. <laughs> I am in Pitamarisburg. And it is a pleasure to join in. I have two versions for you. Amen. I have the good, I've got the good news as well as the NIV version. And I love the heading on both versions. In the NIV, it says the beautitudes. In the in the other version, in the good news version, it says true happiness. Yes. And I love the NIV version because it says beautitudes. Beautitudes to me describes the blessedness of those who have certain qualities or experiences peculiar to those belonging to the kingdom of God. Mm. You know, what does this scripture teach us? It teaches us that as children of God, we are those who act like God. It teaches us the ethics of the kingdom with a high emphasis on purity of the heart. Mm. How is the state of our hearts? as children of God? How do we respond to challenges in our nation these days? You know, we must go back and reflect on the word Mm. of God when it comes to what we are facing these days in our nation. I love the first word which says, uh, blessed are those who are pure in heart. What does it mean to be pure in heart? It means the people recognize their own spiritual poverty and the fact that they need God. Mm. We desperately need, we need God, God in these trying times in our nation. Maybe when you meet somebody from another nation, they will also tell you that what mm. they are experiencing, they are also experiencing because the times that we live in are, are trying, but with God, you know, all things are possible. The second verse says that blessed are those who mourn. Mm. Um, the poverty of spirit should cause us to mourn over every attitude within us. Mm. The what? attitude that is not of Jesus Christ. Mourn. Amen. What does that yes. mean, Mom, Even How do you receive that when it says blessed are those who mourn? When I say blessed are those who mourn, I mean people who repent and mourn for mm. their sins. Mm. You know, it has everything to do with repentance and mourning for your sins and seeing that, you know, you are a sinner, acknowledging the fact that you are a sinner and you have fallen short of God's grace. And uh, the Word of God says we are all sinners. Mm. You know, if you are a sinner, you do not pinpoint people's sins, but as an intercessor 
I have learned that, you know, if someone sins, I have also committed that sin. And mm. therefore, I do not need to be blaming or saying negative words about people, but I own the sin as an intercessor because, mm. like I said, um, what is happening in our nation and in our communities is the condition of our heart. Mm, we mm, as children mm, of God, mm, we mm. as intercessors, we as gatekeepers. The Amen. condition of our hearts. Oh, yeah, that is deep. <laughs> that is deep. Mm. That is deep. But I'm challenged because at times we can be so caught up into doing uh, what we know how to do, what we are used to do, the going with the motions of the day. I'm a Christian. This is what I do. Um, and forget the pasture of the heart in that which mm. we are doing. And I think that... Mm. Yes, can you hear me? And I think that if our hearts... Um, if we are more conscious about the state and the pasture of our hearts, we would save ourselves uh, so much harm of each other. We would save ourselves uh, so much wrestle that is experienced even in, um, in our... In fact, as Jesus says, uh, judgment begins in the house of the Lord, even in the house of the Lord itself. Mm -hmm. If uh, mm -hmm. our hearts... Mm -hmm. Yes, wow, yeah, mm -hmm. yes... Mm -hmm. You know, I would I would just like to ask a question, Buyo, that uh, 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 what is the state of your heart and my heart mm. in relation to what is happening with ESCOM mm. and load shedding? Mm. What is the state of your heart and my heart? Do we cast ESCOM? Do we cast a... Uh, 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 the, the, the directors of ESCOM, how is the state of my heart? You know, somebody once said on uh, social media that, you know what, at this moment I am experiencing a combo, which is load shedding and water shedding. Mm. You know, mm. and mm. Eh, 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 mm. that is the situation right now in our country. And as children of God, how do we react to this combo? Mm. Yeah. Although this has got eh, 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 serious implications in as far as our appliances, our appliances are broken by a load shedding. Load shedding has affected everybody from upper class to middle class and people at grassroots level. And how do you react when there is load shedding? Mm. How do you react? Some I would like to know from not... you. I would like to know from you how what would how? be your advice yes how do we how do we respond as a people how do we respond especially as the ambassadors of jesus christ what does one do at such a time as an ambassador of jesus christ i have learned to apply john 6 verse 33 
John Whoever says, God tells us that mm. Jesus tells us that he has told us this thing, that in him we may have peace. Mm. Jesus tells us that in this world we will have trouble, but we must take, take heart, heart, for he has overcome the world. You know, with me, I have learned to go back to the olden days that my grandparents used. When there is load shedding, I just make a fire outside. You know, <laughs> if I had gas... <laughs> 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 Seriously, I have a three... three I mean, the gel food. I don't know what it's called in English, but Makulu used that gel food, that three-legged uh, metal uh, thing. You know, mm. and I put, I cook, you know, because I do not want to murmur. I do not want to murmur like the Mammering. children of Israel. Mm. Yes, mm. it took them because if I murmur, I mm. will sin and it will not solve the problem. And I believe in taking everything to the Lord in prayer. Pray. Because, you know, what is impossible with mm. men is possible with God. And I believe that God can change the situation within the blink of an eye. Mm. So mm. I have mm. learned mm. to use the olden ways of cooking, the olden ways of boiling water. You know, I don't think that there is harm in applying the olden ways and in talking to God about the situation. Amen. 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 Yo, we'll take a break from this point. <laughs> this is challenging. But uh, let's take a break and then we will see you after this. Wow. We are back. We are back from the break. Uh, it is such a beautiful midday right here in Cape Town. And we are talking to Mom. Yvonne Nguenya, all the way from Peter Marie's back, just ministering to us this morning on the Beatitudes, according to Matthew 5, from 1 to verse 12. So just before the break, uh, she was just touching on the situation that's currently facing the country around uh, load shedding and ESCOM, the pasture of the heart. How are we to respond as the people of God in this time where we are stressed, frustrated, murmuring, complaining, and uh, we just uh, uh, just hearing how the Lord is leading her in this time, even as she ministers further on the Beatitudes. Yes, yo, Mom, Yvonne, so you are saying that what you have recognized is to stop memoring because our mm. our words, our mouths, the attitudes of our heart um, mm. is, 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 is to be exemplary, <laughs> uh, ambas <Amen>. ambassadorial <laughs> in this time. <laughs> In this. Hallelujah. Mm, mm, mm. That's such a responsibility that we forget. Mm. That others who, you know, it is said that people are more concerned about what you do than what you say. So when you say that you are a child of God, just how you are to carry yourself and how to respond to the situations. And I must say, often we catch ourselves right there in the middle of the world. 
we catch ourselves there as Jesus says we are in the world but not of this world so it means that we must always be alert in terms of how how we respond yes let's move on uh, going ahead with the Matthew the true happiness uh, the sermon Amen. on the mind the word of God says, continues to say, blessed are the meek. Meekness to me speaks of the will. It speaks of the will being aligned with God's will. It speaks mm. of self-control when mm. faced with difficulties and trials. You know, and my question is, have we been able to maintain self-control in mm. our encounter with, death, oh. with difficulties lately. Mm. Mm. You know, mm. those are the questions that we must ask ourselves. Uh, it continues to say, blessed are the hungry thank and you. Are the meek. Are the meek. Hey, I the just meek. want to breathe. Amen. I just want to unpack that just a little bit. Mm. Uh, mm. Just in terms of what does that mean? Mm. What does what what exactly that means? Uh, what does that mean to you, Mamnivan? Uh, the meekness. What is expected of us? Because at times, if I am meek, am I aligning with God's will? What is God's will uh, regarding to whatever matter mm. you are facing? Whatever trial you are facing, what is God's will? Have mm. you found the will of God in whatever you are facing? Do you apply self-control in daily challenges? Yeah. You know, these days, I mm. think mm. It, mm. lawlessness is fashionable. When you are driving around, mm. you see people yeah. going over yeah. Yeah. the red robot. Mm. How do mm. you respond? Mm. Do you open your window and swear as a person, as a child of God? Do you uh, um, apply road rage? How do you apply self-control in difficult situations? Wow. You know, mm, mm, mm. it is um, just how the world has treated us. We at times become like it that if we are treated aggressively, uh, for example, <laughs> there, right there on that example that you are bringing forth, if you are mm. uh, someone on the road is you know, rolling down a window and say, How do you respond to that? And how many times have we, do we catch ourselves right in the middle of <laughs> How many times do we catch ourselves in the middle of reacting? Reacting instead of responding. You know, Amen. when we react, we just become exactly like them. Like whoever is doing whatever they are doing to you, we join them right there in the battle, in the war. Because we've been living in this society that is harsh, that is aggressive, you know. And um, 
that uh, uh, yeah just uh, uh, we are a nation that is in trauma and we don't even we get offended <laughs> when we are told that we have wounds to deal with and wounds to heal but the spirit of the lord this morning is telling us that blessed are you when you are meek sure amen when you and and mm. and offense boyo emanates from pride you mm. know mm. if you are easily offended it means you are proudful you know may the good lord help us mm. you know to 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 get rid of pride you know yeah mm. if you feel you i didn't know, know I that i didn't i didn't really know that mommy but i must be venerable yes. and learn here you say that in what way in what way is pride linked to offense pride leads to offense in a way that you know even if a person is talking under general you feel offended mm. if you are corrected mm. Mm. you feel offended if your friends do not invite you to their party <laughs> you are offended why do you invite them? <laughs> isn't that right <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a culture to be offended <laughs> it is a culture yeah. to be offended i mm. am also offended but having learned that uh, offense comes from pride mm. i immediately go to god in repentance yeah. and say lord i am offended mm. by the fact that somebody did not praise me i am Yo. offended by the fact mm. that uh, uh, when i thought i looked good no one acknowledged <laughs> <laughs> Let us lay aside every sin that so easily entangled us. Let us Amen. run the race that is set before us, looking unto With Jesus. Endurance. Yes, unto to Jesus, Jesus, the Hallelujah. author, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the Praise joy the that was set before him endured mm. the cross. Mm. Oh, you remind me of scripture. I haven't seen that in a while. Yes, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Father. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, God mm-hmm. is working with our hearts here, and He's doing a lot of self-introspection. Uh, it's deeper mm-hmm. in these um, 
in in what we are unpacking today because we are moving on our the program focuses on unity and at times we have to look at what it is that hinders oneness uh, what is it that hinders oneness in our in in a marriage oneness in the family oneness as a society oneness as a christian people oneness with society in general uh, so you realize that it boils down to the heart you can Amen. wish to be united you can wish to be in unity as different cultures you can uh, pray you can work towards that but there can be actions on the outside but if the heart is if the motive the agenda uh, the, the, the 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 motivation for your actions is not coming from a pure heart. Uh, mm-hmm. It is only God, in any case, who sees, who knows uh, the, the attitudes and the secrets of our hearts. Oh, I'm challenged here this morning. So And so. nothing is hidden from God, Vuyo. Mm. You know, the word of God, God understands, like he tells us in the book of Jeremiah 7, that the heart has the issues of life, you mm, know, but mm. I have realized with my walk with God and Jesus that um, repentance will help me, you know, to apply mm, mm. the beautitude, you know, Beautitudes in 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 my daily living. Yeah. But you know what? I must remember in whatever I mm. do, in whatever I say, in my actions, that you know what? The word of God. If I want to see God, I must be like this. Mm. Because mm. the ultimate goal in a Christian's life is to see God. Mm. 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 The ultimate is to see God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Will I see God if I remember? Will I see God if a if the posture of my heart is not godly? Will I see God? Mm. Like you said, we must do an introspection. And with me, doing an introspection is not a one-day event. Mm. It's not a one-month event. It's a daily exercise. It's a daily exercise that I reflect on how have I spoken to Buyo. Have I greeted uh, my siblings in the morning? Have I greeted my, 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 my relatives, you know? How do I uh, react when they say negative things? Do you see people? Mm. Exactly. The do you see people? Mm. people? Exactly. Mm. Do you see the security guard at the gate? Or do you greet? Do you exactly. greet? Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Or you start to look up to recognize if it's a person when it's someone with a title. You see, <sighs> God. You see, 
We are all children of God. Be it you are a CEO or a cleaner or a security guard or a non-believer for that matter. Mm. We are all made in the image of God. And God expects us to treat each other in a way that God would, I mean, God loves us all. Be it you are a sinner or you are born again. So we have to treat each other in a godly manner. We see God through the eyes of people. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. If you have just joined us today, we are unpacking the Beatitudes and we are looking into the attitude of our hearts, challenging ourselves. You know, we are here, ministers of the gospel, highlighting what God is zooming on at this time. But we are receiving the challenge from the Spirit of God to check our attitudes, to check the status of our heart, to focus on the mountain of the heart, the engine that controls our behavior. So we are challenged, really, as we look into blessed uh, the meek. How do you deal with people? When you meet with people, do you look at what they are wearing? Do you, do you look at what they are driving? Do, 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 are you concerned about what status level they are, what class in society they belong to? Do you treat people according to classism in society? Yeah, this is challenging. At this point, we are going to take a break as we look into the status of our hearts. But besides that, not just to look, but to ensure that as we go, as we grow and as we penetrate the atmosphere, shifting atmospheres, that we are led by the Spirit of God, that we represent Christ right, and that where we have fallen short, we are able to repent, make confessions, repent, and change, that we don't come to the altar of repentance with the same issue over and over and over. Yes, God is patient Amen. with us, but there are certain things that we need to change. The word of the Lord says, when I was a child, thought like a child, spoke like a child, reasoned like a child, but when I became an adult, I put away childish things. Let's take a break and we'll see you after this. Oh, thank you so much for joining us. You are tuned in to Radio Kepul Pit, your daily companion. We are trusting uh, that wherever you are at, you are well and strong in the Lord and strong in the Spirit and living by faith. Yo, the just shall live by faith. I think in my uh, young uh, days as a baby Christian, when I heard those words, the just shall live by faith, I felt like, that's easy. <laughs> the just shall live by faith, you know. Uh, that was before the test that would come. So I realized that at times there's time for everything under the sun. And I've just witness just how God will journey with you. You have an understanding of something in a certain season, in a certain way. And then as you grow and as you experience life, the challenges, the pressures, same word, but now it's different. <laughs> you get to understand it differently. 
Wow. So we hope that even today, as we unpack in this season, is uh, the Lord today is just uh, zooming on our hearts, looking into the pure attitudes, and we are blessed to have Mam Yvonne Nguenya all the way from Peter Maritzburg just ministering to us in such sincerity and passion. It's over to you again, Mam Yvonne. Amen. Thank you, Buyo. Thank you to all the listeners. Mm. Uh, the Word of God continues in verse 6 to say, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for, for righteousness, righteousness, for they will be filled. So, thanks, if we hunger and thirst for righteousness, God mm. will fill us with righteousness. How is our attitude towards God as, as, as believers and children of God. We must have the Spirit of God living in us. Like we said, that we must see a way to do introspection and to change and to be changed beings. You know, mm. Satan's aim is to wear us out with all sorts of trouble. But our Father, who sees all and knows all we are go- that we are going through wants us to be continually in right and good standing with them, with him. Amen. 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 And, and um, the next verse says, um, Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. If we are messy, God will show us mercy. We must have an inner desire to extend mercy to mm. those around us. You know, what do you, what do you do when you see your neighbor without food? Mm. You know, your neighbor has been retrenched. During coronavirus, uh, most people lost their jobs. How do you see, how do you feel, and how do you react if you see your neighbor without food? Do you sometimes worry yourself by maybe buying a loaf of bread, peanut butter, and jam? Especially yeah. during the school holidays. It's school holidays, and uh, children normally get food from school. Now that the schools are are closed, and you know that people in your community are struggling to make mm. ends meet. What have you done? Sure. What have you done about it? Mercy, mercy, Lord. Mercy, 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 mercy Lord. I have not. In spite of. Are we in a state where you don't even see the neighbor? You know, you are in your own zone, your own Faith. bubble, bubble to an extent that you can't even be concerned about what's happening to the next person. Yo, show mercy to others. The Lord says, I'm reminded Micah 6, Micah 6 verse 8 says, He, the Lord, has showed you mercy. Oh man, what is good? And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly, 
and to love mercy and to walk humbly with God. To love mercy, to walk humbly with God. What this is highlighting to me is just the ability to be to see what's happening around you. To look up and not just be concerned about you, your life, your family. To be sensitive, and the word is discernment. Mm, Lord, sharpening our spirits so that you may be able to discern that you are not sitting with a pile of groceries to last you the whole month. Whilst there is your neighbor who has nothing. Mm. Mm. We are challenged to be concerned about sharing. We are called up higher. We are called up higher in this time and in this season, being sensitive to what the Spirit is saying to the churches at this time. Our union is fueled by our sensitivity. Our union, our oneness as a people is fueled by our sensitivity. It is fueled and empowered by our discernment. It is strengthened by our kindness and care for brother and sister, our brotherlyhood. How are we doing in our brotherlyhood? Are we sensitive? Do we hear when others are speaking their hearts to us? Or do we immediately judge and feel that we are being used? Or do we have wounds around heal, around giving? Because these people of God, I've come across many people of God that have had the heart of giving that have experienced uh, displaying the mercy of God, but found themselves being abused and taken advantage of, that now they are no longer able to do what they used to do. So if you look into the what you have experienced, are you in a state where you find yourself unable to give any more? Yo, I feel the Spirit of the Lord really impressing on this matter. You are within the sound of our voice and you are hearing us talking about mercy. And you are saying, oh guys, I've done that before and it hurt me. The Lord wants us to zoom into that wound this day. Mm, I'm feeling it in my spirit right now. That the Lord wants to heal you from the hurt, from the woundedness that happened when you gave, when you cared for your neighbor. You feel like you opened a can of worms by caring and now your heart became hardened. Mm, mm, mm. Let me just do a short prayer. I'm feeling the Spirit of the Lord uh, impressing on this. Father God, we come before you at this moment. We are responding, Lord, to the impression you are leading us 
according to your daughter, to your son, Lord, who is within the sound of our voice right now, who used to give, whose heart is now closed, who is now mm -hmm. unable to give, who is now unmoved by the problems and the challenges of others. Because when she cared, when he cared, things became sour in those relationships. So, Father God, we bring these situations before you. You are the one who sees what's happening in the hearts of men. And we thank you that this day, Lord, you are releasing your touch, your healing, to break. You are breaking through, Lord, the wound that was caused from giving, Lord God Almighty. You are healing the abuse that your servant experienced when she gave, when he gave. You are healing. You are releasing your touch, Holy Spirit. You are releasing your touch, Lord. Heal the wound. Heal, heal, heal. Be healed, be healed, be healed. Be healed by the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, be healed. In the name of Jesus, be healed. In the name of Jesus, be healed, be healed. Receive the peace of God. Receive the love of God. Receive the love that washes away every mountain. That for the blood of Jesus has spoken healing to you. It has come to remove the thorns, to remove the hurt, to remove the offense. Not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of God to remove the thorn and the wound. We thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your touch. Thank you for your move. Thank you for healing. Thank you for healing. Thank you for healing. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Julio, uh, for the prayer. You know, whilst I was still on the merciful, you know, sometimes uh, we condemn people. Yay. You know, mm, mm. and we want people to be punished because we say they mm. deserve punishment mm, mm, for mm, what they mm, have done mm, that hurt us. You know, mm, that is, you know, to me, the attitude are about the posture of our heart. Do we say people deserve it when they are punished? You know. So may the Lord help us to extend grace and mercy to those who have hurt us. Amen. Mm. Amen. Amen. You know, as you are highlighting that, Mom Yvonne, I am um, reminded just how God has been constantly speaking about uh, our need as God's people, our need, my need to be delivered from... Mm boxing people into their boxes of um of rebellion you know there's um, in your community there's people who behave a certain way who are known for 
uh, bad behavior and all that, and how we just package them, uh, not, what's the word, like disown, disown them, just because mm -hmm. of their attitude, and how frustrating, how irritating, and um, how much damage they are causing to society by their attitude. And, uh, yeah, it's challenging. Yo, we are being called up higher here. It's so challenging, but I've been looking and observing just these past few weeks, just the pattern of how God is transforming in society those who have been known to be the worst, those who have been known to be wicked. And what is bringing them into the kingdom is those servants who have displayed love to them. Amen. Our shouting at them, our our anger towards them, our slashing them, our condemning them is not what has brought them into the kingdom. What has brought them, what what is bringing people into the kingdom of God is love. Is love. And I know it's a hard thing in our community speaking of the blessed and the merciful. Are you able to extend mercy to the thief on your street? Do you know what is the root of their behavior? Hmm. Do you know why they do what they do? How can we correct while we are still loving in the same sentence? Hmm. Where you can Amen. discipline, where you can confront and correct without hate. Hmm. Because our response is hate. Our response is hate to those that, uh, I mean, you look at, you just go to a township near you. The street already knows what, um, who is terrorizing the community. And what are we doing? We're throwing stones and making the person worse and worse and worse. We are called mm. up higher. We are called to be a mature bride of Christ in this hour. We are challenging ourselves to the heart and the attitude of Christ. The attitude that is able to look at a metara. To look at the metara and still have compassion. Mm. Mm -hmm. Are we able to do that? Are we able to not condemn sin? Are we able to discipline, to not shy away from the truth? But are we still able to have compassion and mercy and love for the very same people who is terrorizing the community? God, in this season, he is showing us that the greatest hook to turn the heart of men is love. Amen. Our prayers, unconditional love. unconditional love, that's the word, unconditional love. I think we are far, we are far from reaching that. And if we care about it, we will journey towards fulfilling the mandate, the being those true ambassadors and representatives of Christ 
who are able to behave like him, think like him, act like him, love like him, convict like him, and not delete certain people on the books of salvation. Mm. We have come to the end of the program and uh, we can see that we will continue again when we come back next week. If you have been joining with us from the beginning of the show, I'm sure by now you want to do nothing else but to repent. I will just close right now with the repentance prayer and then we will continue with Mama Yvonne to finish the last two uh, scriptures. Yes. Father God, your, my heart is pierced. <laughs> my heart is pierced by what you are doing this morning. You are bringing us down from the high horse as your people, Kosiam, where we are in this place where we feel and believe that we have arrived, that we can only speak to others, tell them to change. But today, your finger is pointing back at us as your people, your representative to change. Father, we admit our guilt to you. Our response to thieves, to murderers, to those who blatantly rebel to your discipline in our communities, Father God. We don't know how to love them. We don't know how to love them. Teach us how to love unconditionally. We repent Father, we accept our guilt. We come before you. We say, purify our hearts. Create a pure heart in us, O oh God, and renew a steadfast spirit within us. Thank you that we can receive your forgiveness. You said, confess your sins before man, and you will be healed. We confess our guilt and trust you for healing. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you again next week as we continue with Mom Yvonne Nguenya. Thank you so much, Mom Yvonne. Goodbye. Thank you so much, Buyo, and the listeners. Thank you for inviting me. Have a glorious day. And please remember this insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.